0: Everything everything is on now. All right. I love it when I get it right. That's always so much fun. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 905 9050989 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the W O R D Facebook page, and you can get podcasts out there. I got three. Straight talk. Lock and load. Gun Owners News Hour. All available on the free Odyssey app. Now London. London is a, you know, the, the, the observation is, is, is a key thing when you're out there making considerations. London, and the important thing to know about London is that 15% of their uh, population is Muslim. That is far from the majority. But see, Muslims want, that, the, the Nazis used to call this Lebensraum, and that is Territory. And they roll in like big bullies and they're always in a mob and uh, they want to dominate the local population. So they act as if they are a majority and the general population made ignorant by leftism and the mainstream media and scared by the threat of jihad accepts its status as a minority. Does Does any of that sound familiar to you? And if you understand this, You'll understand the different approaches the London police have to things that they that call for Jewish genocide, and that's fine, and things that offend Muslim sensibilities, and that's very bad. London, ever since all of this, all of this, uh, you know, and I'm not going to get into the details or the even minor descriptions of what happened October the seventh. You've seen that. I don't need to go over that again. London has been the heart and the home of the pro-Hamas marches and protests. And you've seen hundreds of thousands of people taken to the streets So pictures on London Bridge and downtown London on the main drag. Uh, yeah, they are, uh, they are awe-inspiring. And you can get a crowd like that when you have 1.3 million Muslims in your city, which is, again, 15%. And when you think about this, there's... I think there's only 6 million people in in the state of South Carolina. So that's that's a pretty massive block of people there. But even if only 10% of those Muslims are radical, you've got 130,000 people right there. Those are the ones that are going to be very proactive. Those are going to be the ones that have the mobs behind them they become force multipliers just by themselves. And then you have the useful idiots whose brains have been corrupted by the nonstop leftism that hits them all the time. Many are openly anti-Semitic. We're not talking about a border dispute here. This is, you know, this is, uh, you saw the leader, the, the de facto leader now of Hamas. He got on TV the other day and, uh, you know he had a he had a he had a, a a friendly interviewer there that he couldn't couldn't even let her ask a question, and he said, I, "We'll just keep doing this. We're just going to keep on doing this until there are until the death of all Jews. That's it. That's it. The chants are going on out there right now, all the time. And here's a thought, Moses." The most important man in the Torah was a man of morals, not war. Jesus, the most important man in the New Testament, was a man of morals, not war. Muhammad was a warlord. That's all you need to know. This is where the different philosophies come from. So when you hear them talking about from the river to the sea, this means there is no two-state solution, which everybody's always calling for for some reason. They don't really want one. One of the parties that's involved with this doesn't want a two-state solution. So, protests are not peaceful. And some of the British police have been, well, you know, set on fire. <laughs> and uh, there's probably not enough of them to, uh, to do anything about it. would be having a heyday arresting people. And you would think, but, you know, you'd be wrong. Instead, they've been helping the genocidal pro-Hamas protesters. Whether that meant clearing the way for their marches or helping them remove posters of kidnapped Israelis. And the one thing they haven't been doing is arresting them. And we get this on, uh, on the, the uh, app formerly known as Twitter from Ark Devil. Muslims in the United Kingdom are threatening Jews and police to kill them. Still, police haven't arrested them. I could get where they sit there and they're going, well, you know, that's all a nuance. That's all hyperbole when they say kill all the Jews. But when they roll up on them and say, you know what? We'll kill you too. See, the Muslim 15% in London are imposing Sharia law, not British law. And the police are trying to find a way to appease them and you can't appease these people and right now you see some of the uh, you see some of the things that are being put up by various people um, this is the uh, this is the new europe europe at uh, london has fallen London will fall without a whimper. They're already doing it. The London police are policing everything that any criticism at all that's against, Muslim, you know, Islam. They arrested a guy for cuz he complained about flags being flown. They arrested him. This guy got out there and said something. He made a video, offended 15%, and uh, the guy who was caring for his wife with stage four cancer was dragged off to prison. See, here's the thing that London is doing right now, and probably all of the UK, except there's various parts of the UK. I mean, in the UK, depending on where you go, uh, the Muslims there will say, this is a Muslim city. They claim it. They've conquered it. And they're imposing Sharia law. The problem with Sharia law is that Sharia law and Western law are matter and antimatter. They just don't simultaneously exist very well in the same place. The Muslims' need for Lebensraum will crowd everything out. It's like a disease, it's taking over the host, it's a parasite. Now, the left trained the West to hate themselves and their values. And they have encouraged Westerners to embrace Muslim immigration. Congratulations, you got what you wanted. This is what you voted for. This is what you get. You did it to yourselves. I understand. I I, I get it. I You know. A lot of people look at the magic box and they see what the magic box is saying. They're like, oh, and if that's where you're getting your information and that's what you're basing your opinions on, I get it. I don't understand you at all, but I do get it, but I I really don't understand you at all. So uh, what you've done, you've done to yourself. Which is sort of bad because I've always wanted to see London. I have uh, relatives in England. I'm I'm half British. And I have plenty of living relatives in England that I could go and just say hello to. I'd love to do it. Never going to go. I'm never going to go. Because I'm not going to visit a place that exists with Sharia law, which it's been imposed without any votes or anything else. It's just been imposed through migration because of the welfare state. This is what the welfare state begets. This is what the welfare state begets. You have to find somebody else to fill the void of the providers, and that's what they did. I don't really know what I'm worried about, though. I I heard the other day they made a change to the UN Human Rights Council. Now Iran is in charge. (laughs) This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. five zero nine eight nine the common sense retirement planning text line is seven one three zero seven let's go to the phones will in pumpkin town what can i do for you please hello will Will. there we go yeah. there you hey, are you, yes sir yeah.
1: how are you this morning
0: i'm just trying to cope you know i just had a delicious honey crisp apple it's the little things in life uh-huh. will
1: i agree maybe you can explain something to me sure that i'm kind of having trouble trying to figure this out how this is actually gonna work out sure all right I heard heard yesterday about Biden talking about wanting to stop the shipment of arms to Israel if they handed them out to civilians yeah (laughs) and uh, but but yet they praised Zelensky when he did this yeah so does that not kind of look like uh in my opinion would be that uh Biden would be supporting the uh genocide of the Jews
0: uh, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Uh, Ukraine is a Ukraine is like money. They, it, Ukraine is a short way of saying we will launder your money here. And uh, the, the Biden and the Biden families made a lot of money out of Ukraine. They made a lot of money out of Ukraine, maybe not so much out of Israel. But with any other state besides Ukraine, with any other nation besides Ukraine, they really don't like them arming the populace because they don't like an armed populace. They don't like it here. They don't like it there.
1: OK, you now, because it's it kind of me because, you know, Biden, they were hollering Trump was going to start World War Three. But now Biden started.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. That's well, you know. That's every time. Every time they point out something, they say we're going to do. That's what they. That's what they plan to do. That's projection. Yeah,
1: it just it, it
0: kind of irritates me. I hey, listen, I'm right there with you. I, I look at that duplicity and that talking out of both sides of their face, and I see it for what it is. I just wish the rest of America would see it through my eyes or your eyes.
1: Yeah, I, it it kind of worries me because I think. Uh, by the time America totally wakes up to what's going on, it's gonna to be too late.
0: Well, you're just gonna to have to invest in some precious metals, there, Will, like lead and brass.
1: Oh, I definitely invest in lead, and uh, also because I do a lot of hunting anyway. Right. So I invest in a lot of bow and arrows, and they're a little more silencer.
0: Ah. You and I need to talk. We need to get a patch and start our own little club, don't we? <laughs>
1: uh, Here's the thing that most don't think about either. Yeah, is you know they got all the bulletproof vests and everything. Right. That'll that'll stop a bullet. that don't stop an arrow.
0: No, it doesn't because uh, well, well, that's a whole other talk for another time. Listen, will I think I got another call? Thanks very much for the call, sir. Stay safe. Do we do we have another call there, Maestro? You
2: got Gene from Greenville.
0: Let's talk to Gene in Greenville.
2: Yes, Bill. Good. Yes, good sir. Program. Uh, um, I love your uh, your vigor there. I, uh, I want to report to you a trend that I'm noticing in the language used by the uh, media yeah. and, and that came out in the FBI testimony before uh, Congress. And notice, and even, even that uh, uh, voodoo doll there, the, the woman that uh, is Joe Biden's uh, uh, spokesperson, <laughs> notice they're coupling anti-Semitism with Islamophobia. Yeah, and I hear that more and more frequently. You know, i am tell you these communists—they're very, very brilliant people. They know how to manipulate. They,
0: they understand the power of language and of right. repurposing no words. No
2: question about it. And yeah. I, as a Christian, uh, I, I keep my ears open to this. They, they tell me, "Oh, you're paranoid. Oh, you're cheating. You're paranoid." No, 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 no. I'm not. This is a Marxist movement. Karl Marx wrote about this yeah. as a tactic.
0: He did. And, he did.
2: And pay attention to this now, because as they go on with this. They now have the. Uh, they're projecting the implication that uh, that the only people who practice anti-Semitism with an Islamophobia are Caucasian conservative Bible-believing Christian men.
0: Oh, but so of course. Now
2: we're going to have close that mic in there,
0: Maestro. Huh? I was. I was. I was. Uh, I was uh... I had something going on in the background. You just keep on going, Gene. I'm listening.
2: Okay, to thank you. you. And and this you have to watch out for because this may uh, may signal the emergence uh, of uh, essentially an antichrist movement in this country. It's already ongoing. Well, it's, so it, it doesn't. S- stemming, it, that's already it's uh, that's happening. a fervor.
0: That's happening. They want to completely uh, d- 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 decouple from the G- Judeo-Christian principles that exactly, are out there that, that are exactly. the undermoorings of who we are. And uh you know are the under, you know underscores what we are as a people, and they want to do that because uh, we're the greatest nation on the planet. Well, we're, the, we're still the big dogs on the porch, whether they like it or not. But in order to do this, they, they just like I was talking about with London just now, a mm-hmm. very vocal minority is out there pretending like they're the majority and being bullies about it, and uh they're they're a little more upfront about their goals and everything. Our American left and the media. Uh, they're a little. They they try to be they a little more know. cutting, but they're easier to read through too. So you know, yeah. at least you get it, Gene. I certainly appreciate that. Thank you, and thank you for the call. Those kind of things, being able to see through those kind of things, being able to sus You know, th- there used to be this uh, method of uh, of of you know gold mining called panning. And they would throw all the mud into a pan and shift it around and everything. It had a little mesh bottom on it, and all of the gold, all of the sediment and the mud and everything would fall apart, and then you would see the gold. And that's what you got to. Looking simply for the facts. If you get out there and they start, to, you know, <clears throat> if you have news readers that are getting out there and and in, and in, in, in injecting a little bit of editorial into it. This is agenda-driven stuff. And most of the people on the left are in the media. The media and the Democratic Party that's, you know, I, what, what, what what could we call this? Well, it's, it's you know, if I, it's just Marxist. It's just, they have weaponized everything they can against you. All of the government, all the language, academia, entertainment, everything out there that you, all, all the things that you hold dear, they don't like. I find it interesting that those two callers that called in that talked about basically the sort of the same thing probably don't know each other, but it's interesting that they see this. That is a hopeful, hopeful sign. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I used to sit back and say, well, these guys are Americans too. And the difference between me And them is this. They are breastfeeding a snake right now. They are breastfeeding a snake. They have a pit viper and they're feeding it because they think they can appease the beast. And there is no appeasing. It's a very simple thing. Out there today. Very if you want to take it down to its very basic level, the very, you know, the, the very foundational part of it, there is evil and there is good. On my forearm, I have inscribed a tattoo. And it reads, Abash the devil stood and felt how awful goodness is. See, evil doesn't want to face good. It wants to face victims. And so you see these things, you you know, uh, you see these things happening around us and everything. And uh, they're happening inside too. I mean, look at Michigan. And I I know a lot of people live in Michigan. And uh, I don't know how that turns out. But I mean, you've got various parts of uh, the United States. Minnesota has become sort of a uh, Somali hangout. So... With all these things going on, I find it interesting that uh, just people in in various walks of life are beginning to notice this. And that's the first that's the first sign we might be able to turn it around. But it isn't going to be it's not going to happen overnight and it certainly isn't going to be free. We'll get back to Iran in just a second. This is News Talk 989WORD. I got a very interesting question in the te- on the text line. I think I want to talk about that just for a second, so that means I'm going to shift. The GS Plumbing Talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. <clears> I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page as well. I was asked about AI on weapons. Now, to a degree... We already have guidance systems built into certain weapons. Um, but here's a problem with anything like this. Anything introduced to a weapon has to have a power source. Because it's going to be powering some sort of a computer, some sort of a semiconductor. It's going to be powering that because that's going to be what's actually in control. Also, the other problem is this. If it is actually AI... That means it's being controlled by something central. You're not going to release a whole bunch of individual AIs out there. You'd be releasing uh, something that was controlled by some central AI. So that means there's going to have to be an antenna or some way to receive the instructions. Now, on a large scale, that is a very impractical thing. That can only be done on a certain scale at this moment as far as what I know about the capability of design of weapons. Here's why. First of all, in the modern battlefield today, you have something called electronic countermeasures. Now, I don't know how they do them now. In the old days, uh, this was a specialized unit that would introduce all kinds of noise. Because what we're talking about, (coughs) when when we're talking about the signal, we're talking about radio. We're talking about what I'm doing right now. Anything that might be a weapon system that might be powered, if, if it was in, in my frequency that I'm doing right now, this broadcast would disrupt everything they've got going on because of the overpowering strength of this signal. So it has to be a signal that exists by itself. And it has to fall in the spectrum somewhere because that is a spectrum. Uh, there's various ways to get things. There's satellite, m- microwave, you know, there's lots of ways to get it. But with something that is moving, that becomes an issue. The other part is shock. And I'm talking about physical damage. Uh, running up, Running around, I mean, just running around on a training area, for example. And I'm talking about a military application here. I'm not talking about a, as far as a smart gun is concerned... <laughs> we haven't got there yet the that's a very that's nearly as mature a technology as uh, the green climate thing yeah which is to say not actually mature at all uh, i would i would expect to see some ai assistance in certain things but um i mean here's the thing about weapon systems the weapon systems that exist today except for the infantry have changed so much that I don't recognize any of them. I've been out of the military since 1990. They don't wear the same uniform. The, the units that I that I was uh, assigned to don't even exist anymore. Unless I'm wrong, I think the first armored division was uh, deactivated, which meant one five four mech was in deactivated. I think three uh, eleventh mi in uh, at Fort Campbell was deactivated. Now yes they, uh, and that's a good point on the text line they're talking about 5g. there are more there are more spectrums being developed and all this other stuff and that could possibly be a thing but there's there's a few things that you just can't get past. It's got to have a way to receive the signal. It's got to it's got to have something on board with a power supply. So when you start building all these things into a weapon, they stop being as man portable as they used to be. If, if you're going to run around in a combat environment, and unless they in, introduce also an AI, <laughs> uh, let's see. Now this, um, yeah, I think that's a fair price. Go for that if you're going to. If you got the money to spend on that, by all means, go for that. If it's a military issue overrun, do they have a way to prove that if it's a overrun and it was military issue? I, that'd be my question. The thing with any sort of weapons if you look at weapons today right the semi-automatic handgun has not really evolved that much from the time of the 1911 45 it has gone from for the most part it has gone from a hammer fire to a striker fired gun they have gone from a heavy steel frame to a lighter polymer frame in the case of a lot of a lot of guns there's still steel frame guns out there but most people are carrying a lighter polymer frame of some some polymer mixture or something This is why guns like Glock are so, so happy, you know, so, so, so popular and all this other stuff. So people have moved to things, but over the, beyond that, I mean, the AR-15 today is not that much different from the AR-15 of the Armalite days in the fifties. I saw where Gretchen Carlson talked about how there were no assault weapons until 2004. Um, no, the, the AR15 is a very old technology the the M16 the M4 and they keep talking about coming out with a new battle rifle a new round and all this other stuff but i mean there's a reason that this particular platform has been around since the you know the 70s since vietnam there's a reason for that and it's because one it's light and two it's effective and you just can't, can't, after they got past the shortcomings, because when they originally fielded it, it was, it was a disaster. So uh, do I see AI making its way into uh, weapons? The I would see that more in weapons support, like in finding things, like having a bunch of drones that reported to you, that you could control the drones. And maybe if you had drones that were big enough to actually lug some weapons out there overhead, that might be a thing as well, but... I think most of uh, what we'll see coming out of AI is going to be surveillance and uh, and 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 intelligence gathering. And I could be completely wrong about that. All I see that my world consists of weapons that have no moral compass and uh, have they they have no no thought process. It's only based upon whoever grabs it and holds on to it. That's where that all comes from. So and I like it that way. So what do I think about AI and weapons? I I think that would have to, that's, they're really going to have to, this would take, that's years, decades in the future. If it ever comes about, I I just, and I, I don't, given the prevalence of what's out there today this is the thing about going to these shows like shot show and everything you go to shot show and you're looking there and they're like oh another guy came out with a new ar-15 i've got one over here that's got a carbon fiber wrapped barrel to keep it cool that's sort of innovative but other than that it's just a really well put together ar 15 not a whole lot changing right now in, in the realm of dumb guns. So I don't know what AI is going to do and how they would possibly introduce it to it. This That would be a heavy lift. That would be a big, unwieldy thing. Go look at the BioFire handgun. That's not something you can hide. That's not something you could, you could conceal. <laughs> That's like trying to conceal a box of Wheaties. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I saw this the other day and I was like, what this is not about, this is not, this is not the way things go. See the Marine Corps has a new, relatively new commandant, Eric Smith. And, uh, he was out there on a run. And as his troops went by running, he was like, yeah, yeah, go Marine, go Marine. And then he decided to run and he had a heart attack. Dude's 58 years old, you know, uh, He's a general. Generals are normally older men. And then this kind of thing begins to happen to you as we get older, unfortunately. Now, the Marine Corps has never put out that this guy had a heart attack. Instead, very quietly, <laughs> they have let uh, Lieutenant General Karsten Heckel, he's now been put in place as the acting commandant of the Marine Corps in the interim. And it's still just a medical emergency for General Smith, and we haven't really heard from this. And we've been getting, we've been getting, uh, we've been getting messages from the, uh, from the acting commandant. In typical Marine fashion, I'm the next Marine up. This is what we do. And that is true in the military. Like when, when I would, you know, rotate out and go, go to the next duty station, I'd leave the unit I'd served with. Everybody go. Yeah, Freddie was pretty good. I'm gonna miss him next. And that's the way it works in the military. You know, if your friends get killed in combat with you, well, there's a that, that's when you start to get into that PTSD thing. But you get, sort of have to take care of business uh, at hand immediately. And it seems quite cold and it seems quite callous. But that is the way it is. But you're looking at the Marine Corps. Then the sergeant major of the Marine Corps, a Sergeant Major Carlos A. Ruiz, he got out there and said, uh, he, he, gave a, he gave a message about the commandant. This is not a banana republic. Smith isn't some sort of third world tin pot dictator. Why is the secession such a thing? And why is the Marine Corps having to talk about it? Then, then a senator named Jack Reed, he jumped on top of this. He, he said, the Marine Corps Commandant's recent medical emergency may be due in part to the fallout from Senate, T- Senator Tommy Tuberville's hold on top military promotions, which has forced several top officers to hold down multiple jobs. This is obviously coming from a Yahoo that has no idea what it means to be a general. And he leveled the accusation a day after the service disclosed that General Eric Smith was hospitalized. And he said one of the reasons I think contributed to his condition was he was doing two jobs at once. I read where he's working from 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. As a result, if he had as is normal an assistant, he could switch off. They don't have assistant generals. They have aides. They have uh, they have they have deputies right but all of those guys military is uh you know everybody fills a slot in the military if there's no slot available you're not there when i was coming up in rank there was only so many slots for e4 e5 you know if i made my my, my sergeant in germany was a e5 if i'd made e5 under him which he sent me to the e5 board sammy williams i talked to him the other day great man um then they would have had a problem and they would have had to move him out or me out because there was no room to have us two E-5s in this particular squad. This is the way this works. Um, A general, when a general shows up at a new military post, okay, (laughs) when a general comes up to where there's a new military post and they're taking him on the drive around and everything, if the general looks out at the golf course and it looks like in a shambles, he'll just look at his aide and go, you know, I play golf. And then, the uh, the golf course undergoes a, a facelift. Generals just have to beckon to get things done. This guy's not sitting around digging ditches. Generals don't do that. I'm, there, but that's part and parcel. That's part and parcel. You're maintaining your equipment. You're doing a lot of things. I do not think you know a, a four star flag general that is in charge of the Marine Corps is out there doing more than one job. And all of this is, this is all just to go after Tuberville. And listen, being in the military is tough. It's not easy. And if he's 58 years old, he probably could retire. And if what Senator Tuberville has done is he simply said, I don't want to vote for these guys in mass. If you want to hold a vote on each one of these individually, Senator Schumer, you go ahead because you're in charge of the Senate after all. Which Senator Schumer could? Tuberville is nothing in this. All he's done is said I won't participate in this. And they're acting like leaving a 3-star as a a 3-star general in place as a commander is a bad thing. Lieutenant Generals, Patton was a lieutenant general at one point. He was a major general at one point. Smith told reporters, September 6th, nobody should feel bad for me. I make plenty of money nobody usually yells at me, so that's good. But it is not a sustainable thing when the last thing you do is flip your computer off at 1130 at night and you're getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Well! <laughs> so, uh, if they're looking for a quick confirmation on these general officers, uh, they, they need to just get in there and do the job. And do it Individually. Give them their due. What Tupperville is doing is nothing. It does not keep this from happening. That's just a way to gaslight that cat. With that, I leave you. I'll be talking to you in about 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.